Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your name, please. I am Hap Burstein of PalmBeachArtsPaper.com. All right, here we go. Step no substitutes. Three, two, one. Hey, Joel Malkin for News Radio 1290 WJNO, WJNO.com and 1055online.com. Looking at the movies with Hap Burstein from PalmBeachArtsPaper.com. Um, we've got a big one, a really big one. I think it's going to be huge. <laughs> but uh, but I'm, I meant the uh, actual fish. Itself. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's a big honker of a fish, no doubt about it. You know, it's been 43 years since Steven Spielberg's Jaws, and it's about a week before the next Sharknado movie comes on TV. No, I'm not Is, it, is there really another Sharknado? I'm afraid so. What are we up to, 10 now? I have no oh, idea. I, I haven't been counting. Huh. So the question is, are you ready for another film that exaggerates the risks of a shark attack, aimed, I guess, at keeping us out of the water this summer? It's called The Meg. A tale of man versus megalodon, a 75-foot-long 75 75 prehistoric shark believed to be extinct for the past two million years. But, of course, if it were extinct, there'd be no movie. <laughs> Instead, the Meg has been lurking in the deep ocean below the previous believed seafloor. You see, Rain Wilson, you know, remember him from The Office? Yeah. He plays a billionaire who bankrolls an underwater expedition which pokes a hole in the sea cloud, right? You thought it was the floor of the ocean if it was a sea cloud. Okay. That brings the Meg to the surface. And wouldn't you know it, the shark is angry and hungry. Jason Statham stars as a diving rescue ace, reeled in against his better judgment when a crew of scientists get grounded underwater by some unknown, unexpected force. What do you think it is? After the rescue... He sticks around and has a few rounds of man versus shark. Uh, The Meg is somewhere between Jaws and Sharknado. I'm not going to tell you where it is on the meter, but it's in in the middle there, quality-wise, certainly. The visual effects, way better than in the Jaws days. That was like several generations ago. But the earlier film set the bar high for suspense, and the Meg just can't um, measure up to the same jolts. Do you get the sense, really, that they are trying to redo a Jaws? I mean, I, no, I, I know. Do I mean, the filmmakers, you, they understand they're never, there's never going to be another Jaws, right? But it's impossible not to think of Jaws as you watch this movie. I mean, I, I guess. It's, there have been other shark movies. Yes. Since Jaws, and in addition to not just the Jaws of uh, one, And two, everyone, two, you know, tries to go up against Spielberg. I I've just accepted the fact that there will never be another Jaws. When you talk about the very first Jaws, uh, the Spielberg sure Jaws, count two and three, yeah. Um, I, you know, I enjoyed some of those. I enjoyed 3D uh, because I was a kid, I was a teenager, and I thought it was pretty right. cool. Um, Michael and it was done apologizing well, for this movie. It was cool, life. but it was cool because it was done the, the one that uh, the 3D one that was done at SeaWorld in Orlando. Yeah. So I always thought that was just kind of cool. When I go to SeaWorld, I kind of think about that when you're walking under the where the sharks swim and stuff, and you're in that es- escalator. Yep. Yep. But uh, yeah, but the, the, look, the first Jaws movies, I don't. They're 
never going to redo that. They're never going to redo The Godfather. Well, I, mean, I think this is going to do well, especially since it has been so long ago. Uh, director Don Turtletop, he, he delivers a slick package here. It'll do for a couple of hours of summer escapism, so as long as you forget there was a, a, a movie called Jaws, you'll do fine. Now, the book was written, I didn't know that the guy that wrote the book... The from Wellington. Yeah, I didn't realize uh, Steve Alton, I didn't realize he was uh, from Wellington, lived in Boca. I was reading an article in the Palm Beach Post this week, uh, uh, started coming up with the idea back in the 90s when he lived in Boca Raton, and uh, I guess he's written like six more of these Meg uh, books. And uh, he's been trying to get something done with one of them for yeah. years. And uh, finally, uh, he's got an interesting story there. I had no idea. If somebody wants to Google uh, Google that, uh, they might find uh, his nice story interesting. Florida connection, no doubt about it. Yeah. I'm not a dog guy, but I was eventually worn down and won over by Dog Days, a crowded, multiple-plot thread ensemble movie about Los Angeles residences, old, young, rich, poor, whose one trait they have in common is a love of dogs and a love of humans, because most of these, uh, the plots have romance involved with them. Uh, there's a morning TV show host, Nina Dobrev, who first despises the former football player star, Tone Bell. She's teamed up with, then falls madly in love with him. Uh, there's a coffee barista, Vanessa Hudgens, who has a crush on a veterinarian doctor before she learns he's a jerk. And there's nothing new about these storylines, except that the dogs are in virtually every scene. And the dogs are adorable. Not only are the dogs uh, cute as all get up, director Ken Reno cleverly avoids that treacly touch of having the dogs talk or letting us hear their thoughts. They're just dogs. All right, it's, it's pretty sentimental stuff. But it got to me. There's a scene where a tiny adopted girl has to give back the found dog when the owner is located, I mean, past the Kleenex. If you've got a dog, I think this movie will absolutely have you from Wolf. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Kudos to you. I'm looking up. Uh, I'm looking up Ken Marino because I I know him as an actor. Um, he's been in some uh, in I don't some know movies. This is his first directing job, but um, he is mainly an actor. He was uh, well. One movie he was in, and it's a movie called Role Models, which uh, which which I love with. Uh, Ah, the guy from uh, uh, American Pie who uh, is Stifler. He'll always be Stifler to me. <laughs> um, this actually isn't his first project. You want to you want to know what his first? He, yeah, sure. he did some TV stuff. He did a short. Uh, his first project, first major motion picture as a director. No idea. Are you ready? Sure. How to be a Latin lover. Ooh, it was good. Ooh. I enjoyed that movie. That was with Eugenio uh, Derbez, who's in the uh, the Overboard uh, remake. Well, I think this is going to help his career considerably. I mean, Dog Lovers is going to go many times. Well, hopefully this helps his career more than uh, the Overboard remake uh, helped uh, <laughs> Eugenio. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. I've um, forgotten about that one already, right? Before we get on, I know you have an art house pick. Talk about a couple of movies that you don't have. Uh, the the big one that you, you don't have. And I you... really regret not getting a chance to see this one. I mean, it just was uh, not, not possible with my schedule. Black Klansman. It's a new one by Spike Lee. And it's based apparently on a true story about a African American guy who infiltrates the Klan and uh, uh, tries to, you know, screw them up. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, and it's just one of those stories that you go, "Is this? This is really a true story?" And then you, you have to look into maybe how much of it's true, how much of it is movies. Well, you know, Hollywood. Again, I haven't seen it, but I would assume that Spike Lee took some liberties there. Because apparently somehow he brings it all up to the Trump era, uh, and uh, who knows? 
But it's really? getting very good reviews elsewhere. So it happens, It's they make it a current thing? Well, it's not a current when thing. When you say the Trump era, what do you mean? I, I, apparently there are references in there to uh, to our current day. Yeah. Um, so some of the folks in this, and I guess the um, the co-leading role, uh, Adam Driver. you got John David Washington. I haven't heard his name. And he plays the lead character. And then the other guy. That's Denzel's son. Is that Doug? Oh, you know what? I'm looking at his picture right now. I believe that. Wow. Yeah, he looks like him. I wonder, you know, we haven't seen the movie, so obviously can't talk about the asking, acting. Where did we first see his, his son? Was he in that movie with him with the fences? No. Was that his son? No, no that no, wasn't that, his real son. Okay. That, that, that requires an actual actor. <laughs> was, <laughs> well, I'm assuming this the, does, too. The young Malcolm X in Malcolm X. Oh, wow. Uh, not in, on it very long, obviously. When when when, uh, when Denzel played Malcolm X, he played Malcolm as a kid. I didn't know that. Exactly. I never actually saw that movie. Oh, it's I nice. should seek it out. Um, Adam Driver, um, I guess, and they and I guess they become the the co clansmen uh, based on the yeah. previews. Um, what uh, what is your opinion on Adam Driver? I, obviously, you, you haven't seen this movie, but in I general, I haven't seen this one, but I, I I like him as an actor a great deal. Everything from Star Wars uh, to there was a little independent film called Patterson where he mm. played a bus driver. I mean, he's a very good actor. Uh, Quirky. It, that's what I was going to say. He's got a quirky way to him. I forget the movie that I saw. It was a family movie. It was uh, not a fan. It was a movie about a family, and I can't remember the name of what it. Jane Fonda. Uh, I don't, yeah, I think so. I think. I think yeah, she was the mother. Now, and they all gather right. together maybe for Thanksgiving. Right, and then uh, there's a there's a twist there. There's a lesbian twist in the movie. <laughs> I, hey, always. look, it's a, it's several years old. The movie, so yeah, I, yeah, I, I can yeah. give away a you know. A plot point, but uh, and I thought in that I was just kind of like I'm not sure if I like him or don't in that movie. I was like he just seems kind of different. Yeah, and then of course in the Star Wars movies, you know he's he's niched, he's carved out a pretty good niche with that uh, role. Absolutely. Um, and then Topher Grace plays David Duke. Again, an actor <laughs> I've always liked, but I haven't seen him in mean, quite a while. But when you think David Duke, do you think Topher Grace? Well, but you know who are you going to put? Who, who do you think of? I don't know. You know who I think of? I think of Slender Man, because there's a horror film at movies this weekend that about 40 people, yes, thank you, 41, including myself, perhaps, if I get time to get out and see it. Um, look at that picture. She's looked really scary from the preview. You're going to slide right past the Meg and go to Slender Man? No, I probably will see the Meg. I'll probably wait wait for Slender Man. The problem is I don't want to wait too long because it'll slip away. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, here's, the, uh, here's the synopsis. In a small town in Massachusetts. Oh, Massachusetts. So we're doing this again, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. A small town in Massachusetts. A group of friends fascinated by the Internet lore of the Slender Man. Didn't even know that existed. Attempt to prove that he doesn't actually exist until one of them mysteriously goes missing. You can't even read this with a, with a straight face, <laughs> can you? But it's a horror film. And you, if you like horror films, you like horror films. Let's see if anybody's in this. But you, what you need to do is you have to be a little more discerning. Not all horror films are worth watching. You're right, but how do I know until I see it? You can listen to me. The answer is no. Well, you're not going to see it. I'm not going to see it. You and, you and any of your, your critic cronies, you guys don't do the horror film thing. Well, you know, there's a reason on this one. They didn't show this one to us. I would get you there to a no Dinesh D'Souza movie quicker than a horror film. Oh, well, don't go there. Actually, that's not true, because I, I did get you to see the first Conjuring until you saw the second one. <laughs> You'll never listen to me again. I was so dutiful. <laughs> All right, you have uh, an art house pick, and I have you a know, nap. I do, you know, so, but I, I, I'll try to involve you. Do you like jigsaw puzzles, Joel? 
I when I was a kid. Okay, if so, there's yeah, there's a head start towards liking an art house pick this week. A film simply called Puzzle. It's about a meticulous suburban woman named Agnes, played by Kelly McDonald of uh, Boardwalk Empire. She's stuck in a loveless marriage. Life changes when she's given a jigsaw puzzle for a birthday present. Now she finds her surprise that she has a talent for assembling these puzzles. Looking to acquire more of them, she ventures into New York City for the first time ever and meets a man who needs a like-minded partner for puzzle competitions. I guess there are such things. Anyway, they they not only become a team, but yeah, they begin an affair. Now the jigsaw puzzle is kind of a metaphor for how Agnes finds uh, completion in her life by adding a couple of important pieces. McDonald carries the film, and she's really wonderfully compelling and subtle. Longtime producer Mark Turtletab, uh, he did, he uh, produced Little Miss Sunshine. And Related to John? He's not. That's the okay. thing. Right. Turtletabs are, are they're not You wouldn't think that would same. be a popular name. They're not spelled the same. One's oh, the one's the L. okay. Anyway, unless they're, they're feuding and they just changed their names. <laughs> Surprisingly, they're unrelated. He makes his feature directing debut here with great assurance and a nice visual sense. Puzzle could have been a mere gimmick movie, but instead it's kind of an involving character study. I like this one. She goes to New York City to buy a puzzle. Are there is there a shortage of puzzles elsewhere? I don't understand that. Well, that she lives aspect. out in the suburbs in Connecticut. All I can they don't have stores that sell puzzles. There's no Walmart. <laughs> you know, Walmart has a big selection of puzzles. There'd be no place. movie if she didn't go into I, New York City. Just I just look at some of these mi- minor little plot points. It's like, uh-huh. well, we need to get her to New York. Yeah, she's buying a puzzle. I don't. I don't. It's New York. Can't you just want to go to New York City because it's cool? Yes, but, but this is not the sort of woman who's ever ventured there. Okay. She's lived in Connecticut all of her life, and she's never been in New York City. Just go with it, Joel. Uh, oh, yeah, you go, go, go watch your horror film. Does, um, are you planning on seeing Crazy Rich Asians? I am excited about this one. It's, it's a book, right? It was a book. Apparently it's a very clever, uh, nice, broad comedy. An entire Asian cast, and it looks great from the trailer. Um, I'm seeing it for sure. Mile 22 will be out next week as well. Uh, that is with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, the same director he's been working with for the last three movies, I guess. Um, something called Alpha. What is this? An epic adventure set in the last Ice Age, telling a fascinating, visually stunning story that shines a light on the origins of man's best friend. Yeah. Just the origins of the dog. Go back okay. to the theater. Um, yeah, all right. I, I think I'll... Uh, I'll ignore that one. Well, so the good news what... is, the good news is, whatever I don't see this weekend, I'll have next weekend to catch up on because uh, you know, mid mid August is not known for its quality of films. No, because we're pretty much any good. They would have released them earlier in the summer. Right, July is is the big time, and and I would think in in summertime, and you know, it's already summer's wrapping up. Kids are yeah, going back exactly. to school, and uh, yeah. I mean, there should be some last hurrah movies before they go back to school. But, uh, but uh, here within the next couple of months, we'll be in Oscar time where they release the uh, late, late year Did you hear what the Oscars just announced? I have not. Oh, my gosh. They're having a new category called Best Popular Movie. And so people are incensed about So this. it's now, yeah, because it's now becoming the MTV uh, uh, well, movie awards. MTV awards. Right, it's it's, it's not uh, the the Oscars were always kind of on that higher echelon of, of uh, awards, you know, just a little bit classier than the When they increased the, the number of Best Picture nominees, the whole point was to get the more popular films in there, and it didn't work. 
and now they're trying again for you know more inclusion, better ratings. Is that what you think it is? It's an inclusion thing. I mean, because I'm just oh, wondering what would be behind no that. Question. No question. You know, it's still the sorry. You should pardon the expression. The more artistic films, the ones of quality. They don't care about quality so, now. They want something that's popular. So who's going to vote on the popular ones? Oh, it's still going to be the Academy. That's stupid. Well, <laughs> if you're going to do that, at least if you just go all the way stupid and, and let, let the public let, vote let on those. Let the public vote, right. Yeah, because who are those people? Who's the snooty members of the Academy that, that have been voting on these artsy films? Yeah, they would say... They'll make, uh, an, they'll make an artsy Waters, film the popular, the popular yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good point. But well. anyway, that, that is what they, they announced, and you should see, see the Internet. People are outraged. Well, that's whatever. There are bigger things to be concerned about in this world. But that is true. It is kind of weird and dumb, but uh, yeah, whatever. Weird and dumb were the Oscars. And yes. we'll, we'll still be watching the Oscars. So. Oh, believe me. All right. We will uh, talk next week. Crazy Rich Asians, here we come. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.